and welcome to our Truly Scrumptious podcast, where we talk food festivals, festival food, foodie friends and friends of the festival. In each episode, we will chat to some of our many friends, our celebrity chefs and bakers, food producers, festival team and other people involved in the festival world. We'll even hear some backstage gossip. It's a huge world. It's a hard-working one and great fun too, although a tad stressful at times. My name is Lottie Duncan, and I'm a food presenter, writer, and eater. We want to bring our food festivals to your door, your ears, your living room, and most definitely your kitchen. So draw up your chair, pour yourself something scrumptious, take the weight off your slingbacks, and join us within the world of food, festivals, and foodie types. What an outstanding episode we have for you this week. An Italian foodie fiesta, a tagliatelle of talent, a spaghetti of spectacular cooking, and a ravioli of ravishing food. The one and only Gennaro Contaldo will be joining us at Tame Food Festival this year on Saturday the 30th of September. Recently we spoke over Zoom and his Fifty Shades of Food is quite fabulous. I chat to Rachel Blake, who heads up our PR and marketing at the festivals. Utterly professional and a complete delight to work with. We couldn't do without her. She's great fun and an integral part of our festival family. Now, John and I travelled to Cornwall recently. We love it there. A beautiful place which is our own personal mecca for food, drink and beaches. We ate in scrumptious places and met up with some of our lovely festival friends who will be on future episodes. And the first of these lovely people is Ugo Masabo, the Cornish Italian. He started out selling his delicious and award-winning tiramisu, then Covid hit, and so he diversified into Italian home-delivered meals. And now he is cooking up an Italian storm by the A390 in Cornwall. We met up with him and picked up some delicious supper. Gnocchi are, uni- uh, gnocchi are the ones that go are absolutely unique. Yeah, you can't yeah. find anything like that. No, I've just had food online. You see? That's my, my yeah. loyal customers. Yeah. Yeah. Never well, my, give daughter, up on me. my daughter lives over on the Rosalind. So we just, I thought, oh, there they are. We saw you on the way in and I, yeah. I said, oh, that's, yeah, because we looked at it. Yeah, yeah this, was the, this is the way to reduce cost. Yeah. Because there is nothing oh, else we can do. I think I'll have All a ravioli. You want the ravioli? Yeah. Um, Ravioli with ricotta and spinach, yeah? Or uh, ricotta and spinach. Yeah. And what, I'm, I eat meat. You eat meat? <laughs> yeah. You want bolognese? Sorry? You want bolognese sauce? Oh, yes. You want gnocchi with bolognese sauce? Gnocchi. Um, and mushroom? You want mushroom? Ravioli, mushroom, porcini with bolognese sauce? Yes. Ugo, I am standing in your fantastic van. Is this a van? What is it? A trailer? It's a trailer, isn't Trattoria. it? Trattoria. Trattoria on wheels. Trattoria on wheels. <laughs> Italian Trattoria on wheels. And we're literally just off the three. Of the A390. 390. Between Truro and Santosto. Uh, 11 minutes to Truro, 16 minutes to Santosto. Ah, it's just perfect. Because everybody always complain, where are you? I'm far away. I'm always here. <laughs> You're always here. Yeah. And the smell's coming out at me right now because I've just you've just been cooking some pasta for some people the ravioli with uh, bolognese sauce oh, bolognese God. sauce recipe is my mom yeah. mamma Daniela we call her because she's called Daniela with mamma Daniela and uh, yeah the vegetables are all from the patch basically behind the food truck behind the trattoria 
and uh, yeah, people love it. We've done, uh, well, he's famous for online. The Bolognese has been famous, a staple online for, I mean, since 2020, basically, since we launched. Is, this is the Cornish Italian. This is the Cornish Italian, yeah. The Cornish Italian is online and, and now also on wheels. As I say. Because <laughs> you started with your tiramisu, and that's how I got to know you, tiramisugo. Correct. Because you got in touch for food festivals, and you said we want to come, and, and we've been chatting in the meantime about that. And then I think in November, John and I were trying to find you, drove past a couple of times, got completely lost. And I was so excited because three days ago, was, we said we were going to come here. Yeah. And John screeched to a halt. I was like, he's here! And I've seen him! And it's a bit of a mecca because literally we're standing here just near five o'clock. You're, you, I think you probably, you're on your fourth person. Or yeah, fourth yeah, yeah. They, that's here to come and buy your food. Oh yeah, they're very sweet, they're very sweet. I mean, we have done, we have, I've built this from scratch in honor of my dad, he died in 2005. And the tiramisu and the quality food ingredients, the tiramisu has become famous. We have sold 126,000 units. Mm -hmm. People are coming here for the tiramisu mainly. And then the pasta has been an addition to increase uh, turnover but uh, yeah very passionate about pasta and tiramisu and people love it simplicity simplicity but I always say Italian food has to be simple and if it's simple if it's simple it gets delicious and the more delicious it is it goes back to be simple yeah so that's that's a circle that's how it is and people keep coming back yeah, yeah, I've got lots of loyal customers from the village nearby I mean we started in October the food truck the trattoria and and so we are basically trying to move them from the online to the to the face to face. And I've, I had customers, young people as well, saying, you know, mate, you kept me away from the fish and chips for three weeks. <laughs> and I said, hold on, don't say that to the fish and chips, shop. fish and chips vans, because they're going to kill me. <laughs> the Italian is coming. But that goes back to the Cornish Italian. Yeah. So the idea is to make a delicious Italian food like we would make in Italy for Italians to the local community in Cornwall and see how they learn the flavors, how they experience new things. I mean, here we are in a farm and the farmers love it. Every day the farmer after, he stops here with a tractor. You know, this, you know the trattoria, yeah? Trattoria comes from where the tractor stops. Ah, yeah? I did not know that. Yeah, here we go. So, I mean, we are working a lot with, with ingredients from Cornwall where we can of course with the best Italian ingredients but then we also like to work culturally with the local community so sharing ideas sharing uh, you know what we put in the in 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 the in the recipes is all part of what the Cornish people can absorb from it you know it's not just giving them food because giving them food I can open Italian restaurants and make it but I don't want to give them what they want I want to give them what I think could teach them what real Italian is so it's more like a cultural conversation, because I come from theatre, from the arts, and that's why I want, I want this to go, you know, I want, I want the culture to be crucial, yeah. Customer that we deliver, he came out, and he just came out and said, you are the one on the video, the mother of Hugo. Yes, I am. Well, oh, describe for Lottie, describe me for Lottie. What I do you think? You. Yeah, in one word. Every second he has to find new things. If you are, if you can follow him, you're lucky. You're good. That's why I've done it on wheels, so you can follow me. So. <laughs> oh, because sometimes it's very. Uh, it's all about the. Yeah, but it's, it's good not to sit still, isn't it? No, Keep yeah, busy. but there is always a, you know.
Was he like when, he, he, was, when he was a baby and a toddler? Oh, he was always like that. Yeah, didn't stop. I'm not the same with Pierino though. He's my little boy. No, if Pierino is going to be like you, if not worse. Than <laughs> Make note. Tell Laura. Yeah. The nonna said that. Yeah. See what she says. She's very, very active already. Mom, behave properly because we got Seth here. Right? Seth is the owner of the Thirsty Tea Company. Oh yeah. Oh no, well, Did I was there last week. Yeah. We went to Tawan Beach with my Italian friend. They didn't like it. No, we loved that. <laughs> anyway. So another thing happened. You uh, don't like cream tea. Now, recently, we went to France, came back by boat, by ferry. We sat on the ferry, and then a woman came and said, are you Hugo's mom? I said, what, what do you mean? Yes, my son is called Hugo. Oh, yes, because I saw <laughs> No. And he said, she said, oh, well, then as soon as I come back, I have to order. So give me your number so that I order through you. Okay. And that was on the ferry. And know? then when she takes the order on the ferry, and then I forget to deliver them. <laughs> John and I want to order some food now because you've got loads of customers. We want to come in between your customers. What have you got? What so have you got tonight we have got, so usually we've mm. got tagliatelle, hand stretch, bolognese, or with tomato sauce. And then uh, tiramisu, tiramisugo. But tonight we've got gnocchi di patate, so potato gnocchi, with dorum wheat semolina, with served with sun-dried tomatoes and um, uh, tomato, tomato sauce, or gnocchi alla sorrentina, which is tomato with additional mozzarella melting, so when you lift it, it's full of, yeah? yeah. And then I've got gnocchi butter and sage, if I, I can offer you butter and sage or I can offer you ravioli, ricotta and spinach with bolognese or tomato sauce. It would be better with tomato sauce, but British people like bolognese quite a lot. And then uh, I've got ravioli with um, porcini mushroom, filled with porcini mushroom, served with bolognese sauce on top, just lightly, with parmesan and, and olive oil. Well, Ciao! Ciao! That's it. Uh that, that, what's the company's That's name? That's Seth from uh, Thirsty Tea Company. Thirsty Tea Company. Seth from Seth. I should have remembered that. I'm terrible. Oh, he's a legend. Yeah, Menopause. go and see him. can't keep a thought in my head, you see. Absolutely so, legend. But he is. What a nice guy. Very Chatting nice to guy, him yeah. about his... We're going to the cafe tomorrow morning. We're going in to go Taiwan, have, yeah, have coffee really and some brekkie. Right, so... I think, John, what would you like, my love? Mushroom ravioli. You'd like the porcini mushroom mm. ravioli with tomato or bolognese? E. Bolognese. Bolognese. Ragù, bolognese ragù. <coughs> I think with ragù. With ragù. ragù. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the gnocchi. Gnocchi, yeah. With the mozzarella. Mozzarella. Yeah, please. That's yeah, that's what I'm going with. So that would be grand. Idea. Do you want some uh, sun-dried, some blushed tomatoes? Yes. From Puglia. Yes. Because I've tasted one, they are incredible They're tomatoes. Amazing, they? they are wonderful. Yeah, I work I, with uh, with a producer called Renna, and they won best tomatoes in in oil in the world in Brussels in 2019, 2020. Amazing, yeah. amazing. They're incredible, yeah. I mean, they are, and they look so beautiful and plump and delicious and they just taste Yeah, they're very, they you know, you can use them for anything. You can use them to, you know, to decorate a plate at the end, so to, to go out, and you can use them to put a base on a sauce with a sofrito. It's beautiful. Yeah. Really, it's a beautiful flavor. Wonderful. I also wondered whether the, um, could we have some ricotta 
ravioli as well. Ravioli cottage spinaci, yeah. Yes. And what would you serve with that? Tomato sauce. Yeah, we'll have that as well. Please. I can give you butter and sage if you want to flare the, the oh, flavour yeah. better. Let's do different. Let's do butter and sage on that. And then... Tomato sorrentina. Yeah. And uh, ragu. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. I get going. Oh, and the tiramisuga, which I've already eaten half of the vegan one. It's so delicious. The vegan one, well, yeah. Try a chocolate one, too. And John would like a chocolate tiramisu yeah, John, as well. Yeah, John looks difficult because I'm not sure I've got them. <laughs> I, I, I will check. Maybe I've sold out because That's someone fine. just arrived and bought... I will have Four. a different one. No, I will say, we'll say, we'll say. You started off in, in the theatre yeah, world. So you, yeah, absolutely, yeah, I did. And actually, the question that you asked me is, where did I start at the theatre? But actually, the right question would be, why I ended up in Cornwall? And that, the answer to that is, I end up in Cornwall to work for Hall for Cornwall, in the theatre. That was my, um, that's why I ended up in Cornwall. And basically what happened is, my, I used to play classic guitar and when I was little, and until I was 13. Then my dad died in 2005. And I, I've always had a predisposition of getting contacts, trying to organize things, and so I decided to organize a show in his memory. And I improvised myself an artistic director. And I didn't know I would have ended up, I would have ended up in, uh, in London at the Royal Opera House in 20, 2015. Wow. Uh, working for the Royal Opera House for six months to help them to rebuild the costume center in Tharrock. And then that was a European project. And that's what eventually got me the job in, uh, in Cornwall because all for Cornwall was being rebuilt using nice. European money as well. So I contributed to help them to get the funding. And that was a huge satisfaction. However, my creativity, push me once again in new, as my mum was saying, and new challenges, that's, that's me. I need challenges to thrive. And so I decided to open Tiramisugo, and Tiramisugo to remember my dad. And that's where everything started. That's where I moved from the theatre world to Tiramisu. However, everybody says to me, oh, it's very different, you move to an career, and I say, I don't really think so. It's different from the actual outcome because clearly you were with artists, here you were with ingredients. Uh, you, you showcase a show, here you showcase a product. The show is a product. But the difference is here, business-wise, the show has to be, when you sell it, you have to convince another director that your show is the best. You, you need to show it. And you need to, you know, you the DVD and it's more like a, an artistic vision behind the actual product. Yeah, be actually the choice of buying that product or not. What's here is taste. And there is no escape from it. If it's amazing, they will buy it. And that's what's happening with Tiramisu, yeah? And I was right. And I, what I did, I was literally translated artist equal ingredients. I'm going to try to manage my ingredients to make the best show. You see, that's... Yeah, it's perfect. So it's not... It's not really, you know. And the way you describe it, it's so poetic as well. Oh. And it's so true. It is true, because, I mean, if you take that much care of your ingredients, you're going to have a wonderful yeah. final um, final result. When the curtain goes up, how am I doing? <laughs> when the curtain goes down, you can get the full, the full house standing and applauding you. Yeah, exactly. Which is what we do. Yeah, I mean, it's what it is. When... When you, ha when you are in difficulties and you need to reinvent yourself, you know, because when the theatre closed down in Cornwall, 
I had to leave. I mean, there was no there was no job for me creatively to to put to stay at Ofcom. It wasn't it wasn't me anymore. You know, I was working. I wasn't doing what I wanted to do, so I, I, I wasn't. I was not going to grow. So when you have to reinvent yourself or trying to survive in a place that is far from home, especially with my path, because I left, I left Italy to work in theatre. So when something like this happened and you are in a place like Cornwall, it's not like happening in London that you can get another theatre. In Cornwall, you really need to adapt and think and say, right, where am I? I'm actually in a place that has got beautiful nature beautiful people, beautiful ingredients. What they need is some tuning in terms of how we tell people what real good food is. You know, because there is pasty, which is great, but it's always the same thing. So we need to get something to change, to translate, to move them from that. You know, pasty is great, but if you've got competition and the different things, pasty will be even great, greater, you know what I mean? Because you will always have the opportunity to, to learn different cultures. And Cornwall has got that thing. So why don't we attack the cultures and work on that? Yeah. And that's what it is, you know. Italian culture in Cornwall, diversity, bringing new flavors, you know. Because it's not, we're not daily, you know. I'm not here to sell you the best Italian product and give it to you and that's it. We are here to actually nurture you to a, through a journey from Italy to Cornwall. Mm. That's it. And you do it so brilliantly. And you describe it so eloquently as well. Oh, yeah. You really do. You're a joy. Yeah. I can't wait to eat this food, John. What about you? No, I can't wait. <laughs> okay, this is this is my final question to you. It's what I ask everyone. Okay, right. I'm ready for this. Yeah, ready. And I always say this in a slightly seductive way. Right. Okay, so, Lovely. what is your Fifty Shades of Food? Okay, something a little bit naughty, something perhaps a little bit sticky, and you're on your own. The doors shut. The curtains are down. It's just you and your Fifty Shades of Food. What is it? So when it comes to food, because I'm, I love pizza, okay? But because I'm in the UK, I don't like Italian pizza. So I have Domino's. <gasps> Fantastic. And what, which one do you have? Oh, no, Margherita. Margherita? Yeah, no, yeah, no, that's the maximum I can go. <laughs> no little additions? No, no little additions, no. That, that's too much. That's too much. That's so too you much. like, and do you go for such a side? Margherita, no, 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 I don't like anything like that, no. no. But I do like the fact that it's a pizza, but it's not Italian, and it's called Domino's. I, I think it's great. <laughs> I think it's great, and I love it. I love it. It's like fast food, proper shit, but really good. <laughs> Brilliant, I love it. Ugo is quite terrific and we love his mother too. His regular customers adore him. And if you're in Cornwall yourself, seek him out on the A390, just off the St Moore's Castle turning. Now, Rachel, our darling Rachel, an expert in PR and marketing and a dream to work with. Here I am chatting to her in the morning at Tame Food Festival before the show kicked off. So I'm with my lovely Rachel. Rachel, who heads up our PR marketing at the event, and um, we're just we'll be quiet because Becky XL's about to go on stage. But I had to get you inside because of the wind. <laughs> it's nice to catch up with you. Yeah, it is. It's good. You've been really busy. You've been doing loads of social, haven't you? Running yeah. around, taking photos. And... Yeah, absolutely. And I think the other thing 
Um, it's just in terms of the lead up as well, just getting the communications out there. In fact, uh, just had a lovely conversation with a lady from Dunstable who'd never been here before and wasn't quite sure, a bit stressed about her journey and uh, thought I'll catch up with her and just put her at ease, calm her down. And she said, oh my God, I've never been here before and I've travelled quite a long way. And she's just absolutely delighted by the whole scale and extent of it and how much she's loving being here. It's so cheering, isn't it, to yeah. hear that? It really is. I mean, you know, honestly, as event organisers, I don't think anyone can tell us enough times how much they enjoy it. Because pre-event, the stress of putting it on and then the worry of people coming, every, all of that worry and looking after people, making sure everyone's happy. When you get somebody who says that to you, it just makes it all worthwhile. It really does. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. And also just... Um, being able to influence the reach of the people that can actually, you know, find out about the food festival is, is really, really quite rewarding to go. It's not just about the people in TAME. It's actually much far more far-reaching than, than really we even imagine when we're doing anything on social media or PR-wise. Yeah, because that's the joy of social media, isn't it? It just goes everywhere. Yeah. And you can direct it as well, which is, which is quite good. Yeah. So well, how do you think everyone's feeling today then? Everyone's looking quite happy. It's definitely getting quite busy up by the street food. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, um, overall, I think everybody's you know really feeling like they're getting value for their money, um, and the fact that um, everybody's that I've been speaking to in terms of the demonstrations being free and things like that, they just feel like when they come in, there's actually loads that they can choose from and uh, actually sample and have some time with their family and also bring their dogs as well, which a lot of them are delighted by. Dogs and kids keep them happy and it's true because when you come in here you pay on the gate but you've got free interview tent you've got free master classes you've got the free cookery demos with people you know with the likes of Becky Excel and we've got Zena as well and also um, Eddie Scott master chef champion he's on here later so we pull them and then you've got the circus workshops music I mean it's just so much to do and I think one of the things that I've really enjoyed um, is I've been on the fun kitchen with the kids cookery workshops as well and just the delight in seeing them when they come to pick up their produce afterwards it's just been a real pleasure to expose them to something so magical yeah and they look so sweet in their outfits as well and they're very a moment ago it was a full class which was wonderful and there were all these little kiddies all lined up in their chef hats and parents taking photographs of them and then sort of they're posing (laughs) really cute really really cute yeah and as you say, it's just lovely to see them learning cooking. Yeah. You know, it's, a, it's a life skill, but we can start some of those life skills here, which is, yeah. which is really great. Yeah. No, it's wonderful. And, um, and post-event, you're going to be busy as well, aren't you? Because yeah, it's ab- not just free. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think the important thing is to um, go out and thank people that have actually attended and also just capture some of the spirit of the festival over the two days Um, so it's going to be really important that we get some communications out over the next um, 10 days and beyond um, partly with a view to celebrating what we've achieved over the weekend um, and also moving forwards thinking about what we're going to do next year what are we going to learn from next year and also starting to talk about you know the chefs and people like that that we want to be coming along for that event too yeah because Literally, the day we finish this, well, next week maybe, I have a bit of a, a, bit of a nap tomorrow, um, and then we do a bit of a wash-up, but we, we will start planning next year straight away, and it is, it's a whole year to get it and gather it all together Yeah. for, for two days. Yeah, maybe. absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. And actually, that, 
I think that's great. It suits my personality. It's all about the building doing it and then starting again. Yeah. Anyway, we better stop because um, I've just seen Becky's on stage. So um, she'll be starting. And soon. I need to go and help her with a book signing. Oh, yes, of course. Yes. <laughs> She's got four of Sunday Times bestsellers. I know. That's amazing. amazing. You dream about that. It's fantastic. Okay, I'll let you go, my darling. Thank you for everything. Lots of love. As always. Speak soon. Thanks, Rachel. We've got lots of work to do this year. So many amazing features, people, food and drink to shout about enormously. I've been lucky to interview Gennaro Contaldo a few times over the years and this year I am really over the moon to announce his appearance at Tame Food Festival. He's headlining on the Saturday. He is kind, generous and great fun to watch and be around and we know that our visitors will be very excited to see him too. But you don't have to wait until September for your Gennaro fix. Here I am chatting to him recently over Zoom. Gennaro Contaldo, looking yes. looking very relaxed there. It is a bit cold. You said it's a bit cold where you are, but... Um, it is freezing. I mean, I've got all the heater on the back side. It's so cold. It is, it is. You know, I've already been out four or five times this morning. I've been out once to the post and that was enough for me and I'm going to go out later to take Winnie for a walk but it's as Winnie's our dog I hasten to add uh, <laughs> so, but that's about all I'm going to be doing today so it's so lovely to see you because I've met you quite a few times over the years I've um, interviewed you um, on the stage at the BBC Good Food show and yes yes indeed and often with Antonio, Colu Antonio Coluccio oh, bless him. I know I miss him I miss him so much yeah. it's incredible yeah. I mean, you know, this year, what well, was last year, I done the BBC Good Photo Shot in a big theatre. And uh, and uh, I missed him. So I put a picture of uh, of Antoni in my, my pocket on the side. And uh, I made a shot and uh, a camera will pick it up and everybody will see. Because, uh, you know, I mean... Uh, I think the first food show I was doing, it was with Antonio, must have been 20 years ago, or maybe more than that, yeah. was the first one, first ever, ever. Yeah. I don't think, I'm, I believe, you know, in 20 odd years, is the BBC Good Food Show, I think I only missed once for something because I was in different country, but uh, Included, you know, then I've done every single one, which is it's lovely. It's part of it. Yeah, it's great like fun. Like to be on Saturday Kitchen. It's... I think I'm at all this running, <laughs> <laughs> you know, cook in Saturday Kitchen because you know they give me quite a few shots to do through the years, yeah. which is good. Yeah, no, and it's I love seeing you on that, and I love I love chatting to you, and I remember seeing you um, a couple of years ago at Blenheim food festival you were coming around the corner and i said i must get you to our food festivals <laughs> yes i know i remember lovely yeah it was a good time lovely day as well There's so many people oh my goodness me it was really <laughs> fantastic yeah it's great and of course john and i went to um amalfi to the amalfi coast and i remember talking to you i was in Saldarizo. And I was being looked after by Mimi, your nephew, who was working yeah, there at the not, time. Yes. So, um, and you, you said he had to look after us because we, we were doing a little bit of work over there, a little bit of filming. Anyway, he did. He looked after us beautifully, and we loved Minori, your hometown. It was, it was a, it was a, a real place. You know, it wasn't too touristy. It was there were real people living there every day, going about their lives, and that's what we loved about it so much. Minori is still in a family village. I think it's the only village 
is about 2,000 people. And there is uh, the mountains at the back, you know, Monte Lattari. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, and the village is situated right down at the end of uh, the mountain, the valley, uh, which uh, depends which way you are. If you're seated on, on, on the seafront, the, 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 the Salerno is on the right and the Amalfi and Posidon is on the left. And I was born there. I was born 30 meters above the sea. Little houses right on top of the sea, where uh, the sea was my swimming pool, I have to say. People ask me, well, do you remember when you, you, you learned how to swim? I don't, because I was there. I don't remember. And the mountain, it, it was my back garden. This is where we used to, used to go around and play. I used to go with my father hunting you know, with my mother foraging uh, and everything. And the village was the playground where you learn, you know, so much of everything. It's about 2,000 people, you know, you all know each other. You know, that was a good time. And uh, Minori is very, very old. And we go back to the Romans, which we have the very famous Villa Romana there. And uh, the, the, the all underneath Minori is a kind of Romans village or something like that. We go our own water, we go small, what we call a current, or perhaps when it actually rains, it can become really like a river, come down, it takes everything down. It's covered from left and side, from lemon growing. You've been there. Mm. And, and people are normal, you know, they're very, very happy. And uh, I believe it's, uh, I don't know, it could be one of the less uh, touristy places. Uh, people will go there for a day, they will fall in love, they really love it, but perhaps they're about one mile away, like Maori, or perhaps four kilometers away, like Amalfi, because from a minority, it's right smack in the center, you can go everywhere you like it, but because Minori has got, got a few hotels, uh, but uh, it, I don't know, it's, it's, it's busy, but it's cozy, uh, it's touristy, but in the same way it's not. They're, they're all selected in a way, you know, you go there, you fall in love. Because you, I don't think you ever visit Minori above Minori, all the small village above Minori, part of Minori. There is Villa Mena, Torre Torre Paradiso, and then it's 350 meters. Above Minori is only 350 meters, it's Ravello. Mm. When Richard Wagner went there, and uh, you know he, he he wrote quite a few bit of music, and he said, "At last, I find the lost uh, lost idiom. Maybe there is something better in the world. I don't want to know." What a lovely man! I thought it was really, really good. <laughs> because once you're there, you're in Ravello, you can see everything. You can see the Gulf of Salerno right through there, and. Uh, so, and they're also beautiful in the winter time because you can see when the rain starts to come down, when the sun starts to move around, those clouds and the sea used to, you know, when you get rough and the thunder and the lightning touch the sea. So it's kind of a theatre. Yeah. It's really, really beautiful. I only realized how beautiful it was, my hometown, is when actually I left for England and I didn't go back for about two, three years. And when I went back, I was just, oh my God, 
I was looking around. I said, I didn't know this was so beautiful. The reason why, because I was born there. Mm. I was to see every single day and nothing was new to me. Uh, so I didn't look, you know, you every day you come out and the sea is there, it's yours. I was in your swimming pool. So you see all the time, so you don't take notice. But when you're away, you start to miss, you start to miss the mountain, you start to miss the, 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 the sea, you start to miss the, 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 the river, let's call them the river, the talents, you know, the people, you know, and everything which uh, you thought there was just nothing like, uh, you know, the Roman villa. Now it become very precious. You walk in like tourists, you, you, you know, you don't want to leave, you want to see, you want to touch. It, it, it is like that. I think for everyone all around the world, wherever you come from, in the same sensations. You know, I know a friend which they left the London when they were, you know, young boys, and then I went in different country. When they're coming back to London, they went like that. Wow. I think that was so beautiful. The same things, you know, happened to me, same thing happened to everybody around the world. It's the colours. It's the colours that I just found so beautiful. It is so, colour, yes. You know, imagine people who have come from never been to Italy before and they've come from grey London and you know and it's it's March it's still a bit rainy it's a bit miserable and you suddenly come to the Amalfi Coast with all this colour the lemons obviously and the, the lemon groves but just the ceramics everywhere it's the beautiful yes, ceramics is, um, I yeah, bought yeah. I bought some from a shop in Minori and I just mentioned you and oh yes I know Gennara everyone knew you I mean it was just <laughs> Everywhere I went, ah, Gennaro, yeah, we love Gennaro. <laughs> but yeah. I did, I got well, a... We all know each other, everyone, you know. <laughs> you know, well, you know, I've been there for 20 years, you know, they moved from my hometown. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, you get to know to everyone, you know, everyone of my age now, you know, then we used to play, uh, you know, in the street of Minori, you know, and then on the beach, and we used to go on a month in Maiori. Ravello, Positano, Salerno, wherever, you know, we used to walk most of the time. That was everything there. Still everything is there. Yeah. You know, the food is very genuine there. The, the, the food is, is incredible. Most of the stuff is, is seasonable. Uh, we, the, you know, we learn then all that we learn, what we grew up with that. Everything in season, that's the bed <laughs> when outside the season. And cheaper as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, everything... When you when you're born in a place like that, you know everything can you touch everything you put inside your mouth. You can taste you can taste the history, the territory, the flavor, the herb, the water. You name it. There is everything there. Still is. Still is. I was talking to one of the chefs in the uh, Pescatori restaurant, and he said we don't go to the pharmacy. Here. We don't go to it. We have lemons, we have olive oils, and we have tomatoes. That's all we need. And we never see a doctor. And I just thought, yeah, that's so true because you've got everything you need in those three foodstuffs to keep you healthy. So, talking about uh, Minori and talking about lemons, this book of yours, Limoni, is my favourite book. And I and I tell you what, I use this so much. There's so many wonderful recipes in there. Your lemon and almond cake is one of my favourites. But also, oh, lemon the, cake yeah, is nice. the yes. pasta with the walnuts and the anchovies, which is such a southern Italian recipe, is so simple and so delicious. And that's what I love about your food, Gennaro. Your food is simple. It's not fussy. It's not poncy. 
It's not foams and splodges and on the crossbar. It's pure, homely, warm, friendly, family cooking. And that's what you do in all your books. I mean, was it 12 or 13 books now? But this Limoni is, I just, I just love it. Because lemons, unlike you about lemons, and the Amalfi lemons I bought back, I had about 20 of them in my suitcase. I was just shoving them in to get them home with me when I left Menorah. I always bring... Uh, there is one actually I go in Minori, there is my daughter Chloe and Olivia. And the one I said, What shall I bring? Suitcase full of lemons. Yeah, yeah. That's all I do. <laughs> just bringing them back, plucking them off, and putting them in your suitcase. Limone is not uh, just uh, a book. Lemon is not just a gin and tonic. No, God no. Nice in a gin and tonic. It's called a lemon all over the world. Every restaurant is called lemon. There is. Towns on recipe with the lemon. God knows what you can do with the lemons. <laughs> but uh, yes, uh, perhaps other books uh, that be wrote about lemons, but nobody ever done those with the recipe. But as I come from a hometown where it's all lemons, which with lemons for everything, mm. from everything. So that was that was chances with a few recipes done. Yeah, well, it's it's just beautiful. I love it. And one of my favorite recipes is as well is the. Um, uh, when I was in the Malfi, was uh, the lemon leaves with mozzarella, smoked mozzarella inside, and cooked, and it all oh, so good. Just, that is good. Yes, yeah. you get two leaves of lemon. Mm. The leaves of lemon are also that really, mm. very, very good. Mm. You can do so many things. You can roll it. Uh, yeah, you get a little mozzarella. But what the actually mozzarella you have inside is provola fumicata. It's smoked scamorza, smoked mozzarella. Very thin, so you put them inside the, the two leaves. Sometimes you put even an anchovies on top with, uh, with a little skewer. You close it and then you put them on uh, your charcoal. Ooh. Or you can even do it on a pan without oil. One phrase on the other one, and then yeah. when you open up, oh, sometimes you can put some breadcrumbs inside, or you can cook them inside the lemons, you know, as well. You know, you empty the lemons. And you put a mozzarella, you put a little tomato, something, you bang, you bang them in the oven. It's wonderful, Ooh, it's beautiful. lovely, that sounds amazing. So tell me about food festivals. You've done a lot of them. What do you love about them? You know, getting out and meeting people, because, you know, people who will be listening to this podcast and people who see you on your YouTube channel and, and also with Jamie and all of the Instagram, and when you're cooking on that, and they see you and they, they know you and they love what you do. Food festivals give you that opportunity to meet them. Meet yes, people. Yes, it is indeed. It's to me, I love it because remember, it's a, and a festival, the word festival, everybody, I call them a festa, a feast. Everybody's very up, everybody want to go around, and everybody want to try everything when it's food festival. And everyone wanted to meet the people, you know, then they saw them on social or perhaps on TV, YouTube, you know or podcasts, now they want to see, they want to touch them a lot, they want to hear what you say, and, you know, and because you're there, you cannot tell, because remember, we love everyone, to express yourself in such a big way, in a way, you become like somebody wanted to come to see you, and you you will be one of them, and then you want to see them. Yeah, yeah. So it, it becomes one big close family together, Lot of pass, lot of kiss, lot of law, lot of char, lot of Italian work, lot of good food. Oh. Is <laughs> then there is all this beautiful 
lovely artisan of a food which they come out with a stall and they cook and everything. And you want to go there, you want to taste it, everything. You want to go around, let's take a picture, let's have a drink, let's have a cocktail you made, let's have some nice bread you made, a lovely barbecue you made. So all together we are celebrated. And I love a food festival. I just love it. I feel part of it. I feel part of, of the beer. How do you say? I feel like a lovely, crusty panino bread with a mozzarella and basil inside it. It's me, the basil, and I'm the mozzarella. And you will buy it, and everybody will buy it. Feel part of it. I will give. You want to give yourself so much. Yeah. Until I can, I will do. Oh, no. I know everyone's going to be so excited to watch you cook and tell everybody and regale on stage. When you're there and you eat, because I find the weekends when we're working on it, we I actually don't eat much. I really try and get to the food, but it's so busy sometimes you don't get a chance to. But we have all these lovely street food stalls. Is there a particular favourite that you might go to? You know, is there a, a style? Would it be barbecue? Would it be pizza? Would it well, probably a pizza? Probably would be as good as yours anyway, so don't go to the pizzas. Um, <laughs> oh, we go for pizza. Love pizza. <laughs> go for pizza. Um, is it barbecue or is it some Thai or is it noodles or is it dumplings? What do you really think? Oh, I want to go and eat that burger. Oh, burger is not. Mm. Do you know what? I want to go around and test every single <laughs> one. I really do. And do you know what? I do. Yeah. Little bit of this, little bit of that. Especially if I stay up there a couple of days. You know, I make sure one day I go around and test little bits on everything. You know, second day I finish off, finish off whatever they have. Oh, my God, lovely. Also, they make a beautiful cake, desert, biscuit. Oh, you name it. Oh, there. Yeah. You know, lovely drink. Gennaro, test this. Have this one. <laughs> Best. I'm I'll go around. They gave it to me. If I not say no. And I don't want to say no. No. Uh, but I skip back, uh, you know, after a little while, you will have too much. So can I come back tomorrow? Yeah. I test almost everything. I love everything they do. Because every single one, they're very proud of whatever they actually, they show it. They want you to enjoy it. They, they, they want a kind of a, of a, a yes. They want a kind of opinions. You know, and in, in in a way, they want kind of security. You know, let they let you test any celebrity, not me. Though everybody else goes up that. What do you think is all right? Have you enjoyed it? You say, well, if you really enjoyed, because I, I really enjoy almost everything. Well, everything, and they say that is good. And they say yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, and they will enjoy it as well. I'm gonna come to test your food after they say. Good luck, because I do one plate of pasta, a thousand people, I cannot. <laughs> it all goes into the back in the green room and then we eat that, oh, don't yeah, we? <laughs> they, they all go there. Yeah. And also in a green room, on a back special at the BBC, uh, the green room there, and they cook so much, some lovely food. I'm good there and I, I eat them everything there is there. Yeah, well we have Liz, Doddy as we call her, who will look after you in the green room. She takes care of everybody in the back. So, yes. And we have a very good home ec team as well who look after you. When um, we also, at our food festivals, we have a dog show, which is fun. It's just a fun dog show. It's just silly. It's good fun. We have lots of children's activities. We have music. And we have um, a big artisan food market as well. So there's lots of amazing food and drink producers in there that sell oh, everything from, you know, sort of yeah, cakes to fudge to gin to cider to olive oil, you know, to be, have some beautiful, beautiful food in there. I, I mean, we love food festivals and 
John and I spend a lot of time travelling. We go to Cornwall quite a lot and we find quite a lot of food down there. You, you're um, got a place in Norfolk. Yes, I have. Well, yes, we do. Have. Yeah, it's very foodie in Norfolk. There's lots of lovely... It's not. It's, it's a beautiful place. Yeah, mm. There's a lot of, of everything mm. in Norfolk. <laughs> there is a lot, a lot of what we call them a contadini, a farmer. They're growing so much of everything inside there by the sea. Mm. You know, when I'm uh, by the sea, I don't mind. You know, I have a lovely fish and chips. I love fish and chips. Yeah. When I come in England, I, I look at the fish and chips. The way they were prepared with the chips and you having a cup of coffee while you're eating or mashing peas, I said, these people are crazy. <laughs> now, to fish and chips, I would like to give them a five Michelin star. <laughs> yeah. Do you eat mushy? Because I do it. Some of the places are doing incredible uh, fish and chips. I'm the, I do eat fish and chips. There's nothing wrong. When I fancy I got a few plates. Mm. I do ever buy. Sometimes they give me three. He said, no, chef, there's this one. No, no, please, please. <laughs> Small portion because they're so big sometimes. Those lovely chips, mm. you know. And then, you know, I like to eat to the way they are. Yeah. When I come in England, they will serve them on newspaper. And I was looking. I said, they're crazy. <laughs> this is crazy. You can't use on a newspaper. But I had to. I enjoyed that meal. Do you have salt and vinegar? Do you put vinegar on as well? Of course, yeah, 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 yeah. But I like to put my own salt and vinegar yeah. because uh, because when actually I'm going to fish and chips, you buy fish and chips and say salt and vinegar, it goes like that. Boom, 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 boom. Then, then go. There is no way. Just one big lamp in one place with salt or just vinegar and nothing goes. Don't say I do it, you know, and I make it. Yeah. But never squeeze a lemon on top of fish and chips or any of the chips. Vinegar and vinegar you have to use. They use malt and vinegar. Yeah. I said, what do they use? Malt and vinegar. Do you know what? The vinegar, I like it. Yeah, it's got to be really, I think, for fish yeah. and chips, hasn't it? It's got to the onions also. You can have a nice, nice onions and nice <laughs> day, which, uh, you know, mashy peas. You can have lovely mashy peas with it. Yeah, and you. So, what are you? Very quickly, a couple more questions. What What are you up to now? Sort of when you're not writing books and filming or if you are filming have you got lots of projects on well at the moment yes it is we've got lots of projects because uh, uh it's new books is coming out which is called cucina which you have it yeah the tool of england to go around around the country promote the book write some book sign and so and so and so and also there is a, a lot to youtube we do a lot to tv mm. um yeah, the other day we were filming here. Sorry, I can't really tell you which one it is uh, because it's, you know when you film, I said keep it at the right time. It's come out. Well, I do cook every single day. I spend a lot of time in the office with Jamie. I we have a cookery school which I was there yesterday. If you actually follow me on my Instagram, you can see what I do. Actually, if you follow me on Instagram, and everyone follow me on Instagram, not because I want you to. See. Then you can see what I'm doing because every day... Something different. Whatever I do is something... It mm. could be different. The not is always cooking, you know. Mm. One day I'm, I'm here, the other day I'm there. You know, whatever I, I am, you know, fancy fans a lot to see what you do and this is what I show. But mm. all the food that then you see, then I, I, I post it out. Uh, this is what we eat. Mm. 
Mm. Not because, uh, and when I said this is leftover, it is leftover, then I redo them again and I do them in a different way. Yeah. Nothing is chucked from away. Everything you do and everything I see on Instagram that you do is so delicious. It really is. It makes my mouth oh, water. Oh, thank you. That's good. <laughs> it really is. It's so this scrumptious. Is yeah, this is the lunch of that supper. So now if we have something left, we kept from that. You know, fridge and the day after we use, or mm -hmm. use also the day, couple of days, oh, bring them out again and let's cook a bit faster with it. Mm -hmm. Or perhaps let's do this way or the other way. Mm -hmm. Because it's so simple. Cooking cooking's well, to me, uh, is natural, become natural. Don't forget, I've been in the kitchen at the age of 10 years when I was 10 years old, so I just have to look. Mm -hmm. And uh, when people ask me how you do it, it's easy when you grow up with it. Uh, you do it, uh, become very normal. You see, if I want to cook meat, if you ask it to me now, give me a recipe for meat, I'm going to get stuck. I'm gonna, uh, because there's so many, uh, uh, but like, if you want to cook, if you want to cook meat or vegetable or fish, it's easy. You go inside the fishmongers, if you have a fish, and you look, as soon as you start to see the fish, oh, I can do this fish this way, oh, this one, the other way, oh, lovely prawns, oh my God, lovely this, lovely that. All ideas come straight away, and that is for the butcher as well. You know, I'm gonna, I wonder what I found, what shall I, Shall I go inside the butcher? Oh, yeah, yeah, this is nice for roof, this is nice for car, this is nice for ragu, all the leftover which nobody wanted that can do a lovely dish, things like that. It's to do as well, and when you go inside a cake shop, you see so many cakes, oh, I can do one of them, I'm gonna do one of them, you know, and then mm. you get idea, 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 mm. oh, look inside your own book, you'll find the more idea. <laughs> you'll find the idea. Okay, one last question, this is what I ask everybody, Gennaro. It's um, I th think of the book, you know, the book Fifty Shades of Grey, the naughty book. Yeah. Know, yeah. So I, my question is, what is your Fifty Shades of Food? So this is something, Janara, a little bit sticky, maybe a bit naughty, and you want to eat it all on your own in a darkened room with the front door locked, curtains down, and it's just a little bit, some, something you just want to eat on your own. And it might, be, it might be so messy you actually have to eat it in the bath. Who knows? What I do it. I look on inside of my new book. <laughs> no, yes, it is. It is what I do. You know what? What is that? This is called Monta. Dog food. Dog food? I can't see what you're it's opening. It's not a dog I food. I can't see what you're opening. It's a can. <laughs> what is that? It's a can. Is this particular one is kind Well, it's, it's cemental. I'm grown up. In it, it's, it's meat. It's like a pan. More, uh, more, more. Now let me show you what they look like. And I have a, a little fork and a little place and a squash lemon. I love it. I just love it. I have a salad. But people say you cannot eat this one. Yes, it's so good. Just a little plate. Emine's coming up. Let bring a nice plate here. Squeeze a little bit to see it. lemons. I even use the yeah. skin of lemons. You can see. Squeeze a little bit of lemon on top. Cut it. <laughs> oh my God. And that's it. That's what you like. Heaven. So day. I didn't catch what's in the can. It's preserved meat. Preserved meat in jelly. It's like a span. 
Oh, it's like friend. spam. It's like spam. <laughs> That's better than spam. That's coarser. That looks coarser cut. Yeah. That, oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's better than spam. Uh, spam is years I've attached it. Yeah. But let's still sell it. Yeah. This is an Italian spam. It's and called a cimental. And you eat that with lemon, and that's your 50 shades. Everybody in Italy eat this one, not just me. Yeah. I just squeeze a bit of lemon on top. Oh, nice. And that's your... Mm. <laughs> a nice salad. I can make a lovely ravioli with this one inside. Oh, yeah. That would... I can crumble on top of the pasta with a little bit of wild rocket. Yeah. Ooh, but nice. I like to eat as is. Yeah. It's not a small one. I think it's about 100 grams. Didn't even that. Yeah. I love it. Oh, it looks lovely. And it's simple. It Again, is, it is lovely. Yeah, delicious. And that's your 50 shades of food. That's my 50 shades. Yeah. <laughs> I've got another things here, which I'm going to have. It's only small. Let me see. Ah, yes, okay. Oh, I see. And what's it called? Monta. Cimental. This Zimental. is the make, but the one I have is Cimental. If you go online, you find the Cimental, you find this one. And you find that one. Okay. I might have to get 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 online and have, give that one a go. Really? <laughs> it's cimental is ready. It's proper, you know, it's Italian. You can see it's got an Italian flag, flag on it. there. Oh, well, thank you so much, Gennaro, for, for coming on to the podcast. I really appreciate it. Big love to everyone to yeah. listen to us. Lots and lots of love. Yeah. Don't forget, come to see a festival with Lottie. Then we'll be there cooking. Yeah. And perhaps we can spend. <laughs> Bring a tin, but um, yeah, I uh, thank. I will see you in September, if not before. You take care. Have a lovely summer. Good luck with your book tour. Bye bye, everybody. Ciao. Italian spamtastic, Gennaro. Fabulous. See you in September. And that's it for this week. Another cornucopia of foodie talent, a smorgasbord of fun, laughter, and lovely people. And talking smorgasbord. Next time we'll meet my friend from our fun days working in the restaurants in Oxford. Christina, who now lives in Sweden and imports delicious British food. I have a fabulous chat with a very bubbly Susie Pelter, who hosts our festival stages, and there'll be the much-awaited and much longer chat with Andy Clark, cocktail shaker, TV producer and festival man. See you then! you like listening to our podcast we just love producing it if you think you know someone that would enjoy listening to it too please share and pass on please like and follow us on the platform you listen with we are on instagram truly scrumptious podcast and of course there are our festivals where this podcast stems from bradford on avon food and drink festival and tame food festival website links are on our profile but just google them and you'll find us and buy tickets to visit thanks again for listening